Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, but apparently I um, whatever. <laughs> Having a little trouble as usual with my physical ability to get things going here. So bear with me just a hot New York minute. Oh, wait a minute. Might be nice if I gave you something to look at on the video side. There we go. Okay. Just having one of those days, folks. So, uh, let's see now. Uh, this... And, oh, and that, oh, definitely that. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Uh, this too. Uh, uh, oh, wait a minute. I for, oh, I forgot this. I forgot that there. Mm-mm-mm. Can't forget that either. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids of all ages, Firefox News Online Productions proudly presents. Well, you get the idea. Here comes the intro. Good evening and welcome to Firefox News Online. And as you just heard, it is time for Talking Points. The Inspector General for the Interior Department exonerated President Trump over, and you're not going to believe this, the photo op lie that CNN told, that most of the lamestream media told. That's right. President Trump thanked the Interior Department's IG for completely and totally exonerating him in clearing the Lafayette Park area. It was just another in a long string of fake news stories carried by CNN. You know, CNN, the confused news network, the constipated news network, the clown news network, the Clinton news network, uh, and of course the and of course the conspiracy news network. Well, the conspiracy news network, also known as cable news network, you know the people that claim to be a news organization, and they really aren't. Well, apparently they pushed this false narrative about a photo op, and that's why Lafayette Park was cleared, right? Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news to a phony baloney organization like CNN, uh, but you folks over there did it again, told another big pile of bullshit. That's right. You BS the American people on behalf of your friends, the Democrats. And it doesn't stop there. You just keep doing it. You don't know when to stop lying. Is it a wonder your ratings are going down the crapper? Yeah, it's no wonder to me. I mean, come on. It's not rocket science, folks. CNN and MSNBC have been lying to people for a very long time. I mean, how many networks do you know would have a reporter who actually had their press pass to the press briefings taken away from them. Now, granted, the other 
reporters and you know for other organizations came to bat and said that's not right. Da, 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 da. Uh, for all of you that stood up for Jim Acosta, boy, were you stupid. I'm serious. Don't ever do that again. He's an idiot. He's a fucking moron. They kick him out, let him stay out. Okay? And that goes for anybody who has their press card, you know, the press pass, to go into the press briefing taken away from them. Now, as I explained last night about that, if that had been me, you know, if I had done something really stupid and I got my card taken away from me to access the press briefings, it would serve me right. Okay? Simple. But CNN has not seen the light on this. And last night I said that he learned his lesson, but only so far. He never learned a lesson at all, come to find out. No, he just kept right on doing it. And they let him get away with it in the press briefing, too. Yes, they allowed him to get away with it in the press briefing. I decided to do a little digging on that today. And yes, I am wrong in my assumption last night. So my apologies to everyone out there. I did goof. Now, having said that, let me explain something about CNN and MSNBC and all the liberal news outlets that do the bidding of the Democrat liberal left. Okay? They are propaganda tools, state-run media, all right? But there are news outlets out there that are conservative that actually do a better job. Now, Fox News Channel used to be, in my eyes, a fully conservative outlet, but they're not all conservatives. There are a few liberal hacks there, um, like Juan Williams, uh, like um, Geraldo Rivera, and of course you have um, Donna Brazell, uh, who literally are bringing the network down some. I mean, I'm sorry if the truth hurts their feelings, but that is what it is. And insult to injury, President Trump had uh, spoken at a rally recently, and the only network to really carry it at all was Newsmax TV. That's right, Newsmax TV, and they carried it in its entirety. Now, for anyone who has really any doubt, in my opinion, Newsmax is doing a far better job than CNN, MSNBC, Fox News Channel, and at times even One American News. Now, why do I say that? Because after the rally was carried by Newsmax and nobody else, I think uh, it's a safe bet that they are doing a better job. And insult to injury, there is a uh, cable system out there that refuses to carry them. Oh, they'll carry all the other liberal channels, but they won't carry Newsmax. What the fuck is wrong with them? Well, you know what? That's fine. You know, I'm not promoting Newsmax, but I'm just telling you this is what's happening. So they even beat Fox News Channel in the ratings. I checked on that, and it's true. Because they carried President Trump's speech. Now, President Trump has a lot to be very thankful for in this respect, uh, because at least Newsmax got the word out but not all of his supporters. 
Not everyone got to see it because of one cable system refusing to carry the channel, which tells me that they are nothing more than a liberal cable system. So, you know what, Newsmax? I hope somebody out there is listening because I was grateful to see Heather Childers, uh, Rob Schmidt, and now Eric Bowling on your network. Three people that were Fox News Channel employees at one time or another. Um, in all fairness, Fox News is slipping, or as the song says, Slip sliding away, slip sliding away. Because obviously, since the problems they had in the past, um, the fact that they have had issues like many of the networks uh, with the changes due to the pandemic. Uh, but their overall uh, network stance, their, what appears to be a network policy, has also contributed to their slipping in the ratings. It's not a big slip. It's not like MSNBC or CNN, but it's noticeable. So what do we derive from all this? What do, what do we find is happening here? One network, which will push the conservative narrative, even though they will not admit it themselves, uh, seems to be prospering. But one cable system, as I said before, refuses to carry them. And I think that's a shame. I really do. There is supposed to be a thing about, I'm not sure, but I'm going to look it up over the next couple of days, um, a fairness kind of setup where if you carry this network and their their views are like liberal, then you got to carry this network. And if you carry more than one liberal network, you have to carry at least an equal amount of conservative. Okay, it, it's uh, a fairness in broadcasting or something to that effect. I'll have to look it up. But the, the bottom line is, um, President Trump, thanks to the Interior Department's IG, was exonerated. Now, I'll, I've got the story, so I'll, I'll put that out for you in just a few moments. But let's face the reality. Do you find there's fairness in journalism these days? I don't find it. Is there people out there willing to tell the truth and shame the devil? There are. But if they're working for a network that does not give them the platform by which to do that, then you have to ask yourself, what platform do they have left? Well, look at where I am. I'm on Internet broadcasting. So I have a venue. I have a platform. I have multiple video platforms to work with, two Internet radio platforms to work with, um, Am I spreading myself out a little too thin? Maybe. But I'm willing to go the extra mile. And I'm willing to go, well, I'm willing to go and tell the truth and shame the devil because, you know, 13 years, over 13 years as a journalist, I've learned to keep that in mind. You want people to uh, listen to what you say? Don't talk about conspiracy theories or conspiracy theorists' uh, stuff because that's not going to make you look credible. It's not going to make you look like a decent person or an honest one. 
The only thing it's going to do is make you look like everybody else. That's willing to just say anything to attract an audience. Well, I'm not willing to say just anything to attract an audience. That's the whole bottom line. This is why I get attacks every once in a blue moon by trolls. And I had just got off the phone earlier today with the FBI agent I sent the uh, phone numbers to. And they are going to be looking into these people. So, you know, you don't necessarily have to do that. I do. Because I sure as hell don't need the bullshit. Now, one last thing. Honesty, integrity, and one very important factor. And that is likability. Okay, there's going to be people out there that don't like CNN. God knows there's plenty of them out there. And the same goes for MSNBC. Some are going to like One America News. Some aren't going to like it. Some are going to like Fox News, and some aren't going to like it. Some are going to even a small, tiny handful, I can count them on one hand, uh, are going to like CNN or MSNBC. And the same thing goes for the newspaper trades. Uh, The New York Times, the New York Daily News, the New York Post, the Washington Post, the Washington Examiner, the Huffington Post, and the list goes on ad infinitum. I don't come on here to be liked, but people apparently do like me and what I do here. If they didn't like what they see and hear, they wouldn't come, they wouldn't stick around. Uh, I don't subscribe to conspiracy theories ever. And I ask people not to bring conspiracy theories to the broadcast that come from people like Alex Jones, or if you've ever heard of this new guy on Vaughn, uh, maybe he's not so new, David Sponheim. But, yeah, there's conspiracy theorists I'd rather not hear talked about or anything they have to say. You know, it's just that simple. I, I, I don't want it here on this broadcast. I never did, never will. All right? I'd sooner... Uh, shove a hot poker in my eye than to listen to that crap. But you see, conspiracy theories also come from alleged news organizations like CNN and MSNBC. That's why the fake news is so obvious. This is why President Trump for a long time and still today refers to them as fake Fake news. news. So let's keep one thing in mind, folks. If you're watching MSNBC, if you're watching CNN or reading the New York Times or the Washington Post or the Huffington Post, whatever liberal outlet you're paying attention to, maybe it's time you stop paying them any attention at all. Okay? I don't work for anyone. I own the network I have. Okay? I own its production company. I own every single thing about it, from the logo right on down. So when it comes right down to it, the only person I have to answer to is myself. I look in the mirror every morning, and I look at those bloodshot baby blues, and I see a face that can look back at it and say, yes, I was honest with the people last night. I did my job to the best of my ability, and no one, 
absolutely no one will ever take that away from me. You see, even the trolls think they're pretty slick, but they found out quick they're not. Anyway, time to get this show on the road, as the saying goes. Hashtag FFNOP. Hashtag FFNOP. Use that hashtag to trend this broadcast all over the world on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest rest of of the story. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, we are experiencing some technical difficulties on the video side. While you were listening to the talking points, I was behind the scenes working on fixing the problem. Um, As a backup precaution, I record and store on my hard drive the entire video production, but I want this going out live too. So I'm going to shut down the live feed on the video side for just a second. And we will come back on the video side. I will answer the phone lines in just a few moments. Just give me a chance to fix this real quick, guys and gals, and and I would appreciate it. So here goes. Shutting down video feed now. All right. DLive is unable to connect. I don't understand what's going on with that. Twitch is not working. No, yes it is. It says I'm live. Okay, so show me my damn... There we go. Okay, Twitch is up and running. Thank you very much. All right, so the video, at least that video side of it is working. Um, okay, all my, with the exception of Trovo, why isn't Trovo working? Oh, come on, really? Oh, it is working. It's just saying offline on the, never mind, folks. <laughs> Everything's working just fine now. <laughs> Ay, yay, 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 Okay. Somewhere along the line, I get the feeling that today is, you know, today is Wednesday, right? And what do they call Wednesday? Hump day or humped day. Well, I think today is humped day. It has been one mess after another. <laughs> I mean, I have never, I, you know, I have so many silly things happen on this broadcast, it's not even funny. I see um, Mike from, from the Louisiana Territory is uh, watching on Twitch. And, of course, uh, he's in the chat room on Mixler. Cherokee Rose is on Mixler. Um, And, (laughs) yes, Cherokee Rose, humped day. (laughs) 
seriously, it's really something else. All right, now going to the phone lines uh, for my usual suspects. My okay, open the damn mic switchboard. Thank you. My switchboard was being temperamental. I go to, I click on the the the, the opening button for Mike, and poor Mike is sitting there still waiting to get to get a chance to say hello. And here's the problem: it wouldn't let him on. I was about ready to start yelling at it. And that's a that's a that's bad when I when when I have to sit here and yell at a, at a digital switchboard. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Definitely humped day. Hello, Mike. Hello. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hello. I gotta put on my headphones. You know why? Helps to hear you better. How you doing there, Gunslinger? Suspects, my ass. I had nothing to do with that panty raid last night. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I never said you did. Hides evidence. Oh, too much too much information. You know what they say, when you need a cop, you're yes, yes, simple yes and no answers, gun. You don't give them too, too much information. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, the, 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 the most basic thing, I remember this, uh, I was from having, when I was, when I was in the, in the guard, I would talk to friends of mine that are on the on the Peekskill Police Force at the time, and well, they once said to me, "Well, George, in a in a, in a mock arrest, just as an actual arrest, your lawyer will tell you, do not surrender information that is not pertinent to the, what you're there for." And I looked at the cops and I said, "Fellas." Only a fool would do something that stupid. Only an asshole would do something that stupid. Only a fucking complete imbecile would do something that stupid. What do you take me for? An idiot? An imbecile? An asshole? And they said in stereo, yes. Oh, you want to hear something kind of on that stupid stupid, um, trend, I guess, real quick? I'm uh, having trouble hearing you, gun. What about now? Is that better? Hello. Yeah, you're good now. You were fading out for a second there. I I was watching YouTube last night, and these guys I don't know where it was. It's some some creek, or river, or something. They were magnet fishing. You know what a magnet fishing is? Instead of a hook, you throw a magnet in with a hook on it that you can drag things up in the bottom of the river or whatever. Right? Well, they drive this backpack mm-hmm. up. Uh, they drove this backpack up. And I guess it looked like it had been in the water for you know a few weeks or whatever. And when they dumped it out, it was a girl's backpack. Okay, It had ID. It had a bottle of sanitizer and, and clothes and um, stuff like that. And when they finally emptied it out, kind of shook it, an 8-inch vibrator fell out. <laughs> well, there's, a defi- there's an interesting find. Yeah, uh, I mean, 
I, I, I can see it now. The guy, they, take, they go home. They got it all there. With the, the, the guy, one of the guys takes it home with him. He goes inside. His wife looks at him and says, So, honey, how was fishing? Oh, we found something very interesting here. Dumps it out on the floor, and she goes, You've been cheating on me. All hell can break loose with a find like that. Trust me. Especially when it's a you find a a, a a vibrator sitting in the bag, it's like oh, you don't you don't take that kind of stuff home, you know. But yeah, that's oh, that's wild. So um, so anyway, hey, my buddy Tim Tap is in the in the house. How you doing, Tim? Long time no see. Son of a gun. Done shocked the daylights out of me. But I'm glad you're here. Glad you tuned in. He's sitting there tuned in on the mixer side. You know what they say down here? I'm George. Jambalaya Club is quite illegal. Tonight we're going to have big fun on the bio. Oh. And, uh... And 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 uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know you know what they say up here in my neck of the woods? What fun? What's that? <laughs> well, don't you understand well, that? Because I mean, you're dealing, what, you're dealing with. Guess who you're dealing with? You're dealing with Governor Monkey Tits. Yes, Governor Monkey Tits. I keep forgetting about that. Hmm. <laughs> oh. uh, Cherokee Rose says I could only hear George over on on Mixler. Oh, that's not fair. Well, I, I yeah I fixed yeah there I there was a problem with the uh, with the audio slide on on the Mixler software. Finally fixed that too. So a lot of what was said by the guys uh, called in. Probably was not probably heard, and that sucks. But it happens, you know. But I'm yeah, sure you yeah. can hear them now. I hope you can hear them now. Can you hear my friends, Gunslinger and Mike, now? Yeah, I'm sure you can. Um, all right. Let's, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's definitely one of those days. It really is. Interesting, but one of those days, you know? That's, uh, what are you going to do? Anyway, um, let's get this puppy started here, okay? And we'll start with a story regarding the NRA. Yes, regarding the National Rifle Association. Well, the NRA's gun rights message is has not slowed due to legal problems or money troubles. Yeah, really? Prove it. Okay. Well, here's a story. Here's whew, here's a story, guys and gals. You're gonna love this. As soon as I start, I yawn. Blah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> The yawning fit now begins. 
Maybe a better a yawning fit than a sneezing fit, though, you know? Anyway, liberals have cheered the highly public legal and financial jeopardy ensnaring the National Rifle Association. Seeing the gun lobby's potential demise as the, the path to stricter gun firearms laws. But it turns out the NRA's message has become so solidified in the Republican Party that even if the organization implodes from allegations of lavish spending and misuse of funds, its pro-gun point of view will live on. As the heated debate increasingly shifts from Washington to the state's, Not even the shift in power to Democrats in the White House and Congress has been enough to push through new federal restrictions and states continue to pass laws with far-reaching protections for gun owners. Confident, uh, excuse me, ever confident, the NRA, which is based in Fairfax, Virginia, says the suggestion it is receding is magical thinking on the left. The group promises it will emerge from its failed bankruptcy effort stronger, particularly as it seeks to relocate to the decidedly pro-gun rights state of Texas. The durable nature of the NRA's clout is an exemplar of how difficult it is to claw back control from an entrenched lobbying powerhouse that has planted deep roots in the American political system with money, organization, and relentless messaging. The NRA built up an impressive mountain of power over the course of 40 years, and despite their recent fall from grace, That power doesn't disappear overnight, Senator Chris Murphy, Democrat from Connecticut, said in an interview. Not to say there is no hope for gun control. Far from it, said Murphy, whose own views are shaped by the massacre of 20 children in Newtown, Newtown, Connecticut, on December 14, 2012 and the subsequent successful effort by the NRA to stop gun legislation in the aftermath. Uh, He said Democratic Democratic gains in Congress, despite the efforts by the NRA to stop candidates, are one measure of a change in the dynamic. Another is a shift in some public opinion. A Gallup poll in 2019 found the percentage of people viewing the NRA favorably dropped below 50% for only the second time in three decades. There's no doubt that their political muscle is reduced, Murphy Murphy said, adding the Georgia special elections for U.S. Senate, won by Democrats John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock, in January, are a clear indication of that. Excuse me one second. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, Democrats who support universal background checks are winning all over the country, including in states where you would have thought the NRA had a stronghold. One of Biden's first executive orders was on gun control. 
On Monday, the Justice Department announced model legislation for red flag laws, which permit police to ask for the removal of firearms from people who may present a danger to themselves or others. In March, the House passed two bills requiring background checks on all firearm sales and transfers and allowing an expanded 10-day review for gun purchases. But the legislation faces strong headwinds in the Senate, with some Republican support required for passage. At the same time, though, the NRA has been growing. With 225,000 additional dues-paying members since January, its ranks now swelling to more than 5 million. Its embattled leader, Wayne LaPierre, has led the fundraising efforts for nearly three decades, selling himself as an aggressive guardian of the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. He positioned the lobby as the major antagonizer of Democratic administrations. Then, in 2016, the organization spent more than $30 million on behalf of Donald Trump's campaign, according to Federal Election Commission data. The effort paid off after back-to-back mass shootings in El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio. Trump seemed inclined to take action on extensive background checks, but backed off after a phone call with the NRA. But those successes were happening while the NRA was having major problems within. By 2018, the organization had a $36 million deficit due to lavish spending. A class action lawsuit by members over mismanagement and a lack of transparency, excuse me, sorry, and a lack of transparency followed in 2019. <coughs> Excuse me. And then Democratic New York Attorney General Letitia James sued to disband the group, arguing it was fraught with fraud and abuse. In D.C., the Attorney General sued over improper diversion of funds. The National Rifle Association filed for bankruptcy in January, but the effort was rejected by a judge. Even with that inner turmoil, the NRA has also been behind hundreds of successful efforts to loosen gun laws in the states, most recently working to persuade states to abandon requirements that people get training and pass background checks to carry concealed handguns. Six states have passed legislation removing or weakening concealed carry permit requirements this year. Most recently, Texas... About 20 states now allow people to carry concealed weapons without a license. Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm having a little trouble with my mouse here to scroll to the next line. Four more states have passed legislation banning police from enforcing federal gun laws, a preemptive shot at any new measures passed by Democrats. The NRA is far from the only pro-gun group at the table in state legislatures now. In Utah, one of the first states to remove permit requirements this year, it was just one of at least six gun rights groups 
speaking in favor of the bill at the Capitol, and it wasn't the most outspoken one. The number of generally pro-gun rights states outnumbers those that pass gun control measures 40 to 10. Although the latter have more people, so the country's population is about evenly divided between the two camps. At a Pew Research Center report released in April, found the number of Americans who favor stricter gun laws has declined this year to to 53%, down from 60% in September 2019. Gun rights, the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms is bigger than any organization, said Jordan Stein, communications director for the Gun Owners of America, one such group. Gun owners, <clears throat> excuse me, gun owners would continue fighting if the organizations who often help them organize and coordinate around the issue were gone, he said. Recent gun sales suggest a new zeal for owning a weapon. Gun dealers sold more than 2 million firearms in January, a 75% increase over the same month last year, and the biggest selling January on record, according to the National Shooting Sports Foundation, an industry trade group. The FBI, meanwhile, reported 4.3 million firearm-related background checks, the highest monthly total since the system was created over two decades ago. While the NRA is easily the best-known gun lobby, Josh Horwitz, the executive director of the Coalition to Stop Gun Violence, said the real players are the state gun groups. The groups that work at the state level are much more powerful than they used to be, Horwitz said. Even if the NRA went away tomorrow, and it may, Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is still going to be checking in with whatever the Kentucky Gun Rights Alliance is, and the Ohio legislature is going to be checking in with the Buckeye Firearms Association. We are in a general. We are in a general generation. Bear with me, tongue-tied. Again, we are in a generational battle. Guns in America is going to be a big fight for a long time, he added. Despite its troubles, the NRA remains confident in its prowess. The organization, which in January reported total assets of about $203 million, liabilities of about $153 million, and $31 million in bank loans, said in court papers it saw revenues drop about 7%, because of the coronavirus pandemic. To cut costs, it laid off dozens of employees and canceled its national convention. Last month, a federal judge in Dallas dealt another blow to the lobby when he dismissed its bankruptcy case because he found it was not filed in good faith. But it has also balanced its budget and is again in the black after years of deficits. Coupled with our 
typical excellent report card on legal and legislative advances and wins, the record is clear. The NRA is as strong and effective as ever as we confront Joe Biden's anti-gun agenda, said Andrew, and bear with me, I'm going to try and pronounce his name without killing it, Arula Nandam, I think that's how it's pronounced, the NRA's Managing Director for Public Affairs. Any suggestion to the contrary is wishful thinking from our adversaries. I know that was a bit long in the tooth, so I'm going to spare you my comments, at least my usual long-winded ones. And that is to say, if the NRA is so solvent and so capable, as they're claiming they are, Why aren't they organizing with the gun groups in New York State to take on the New York SAFE Act and also take on this new bill that's being presented and could hit the governor's desk for passage, which could put a lot of folks in, in, behind the eight ball as both the SAFE Act is unconstitutional and this gun bill, that I, and I, I took a quick look at it, I hate to say it, it's worse than the SAFE Act as far as being unconstitutional. So if the National Rifle Association, say, would like me to join them as a member of their organization, guess what? You're going to have to prove to me that you're worth joining by tackling the SAFE Act and getting it taken off the books by the Supreme Court. And if you can't do that, why would I waste my money joining your, your organization? All right, Gunslinger, we'll start with you tonight. Well, you know, like I said, you know, they, they should be out there going head-to-head with these, um, with these idiots, especially the people that came up with the New York Safe Act, and any unconstitutional gun law. And actually, all of them are unconstitutional. I mean, ain't no doubt about that. But, you know... When they go out there and splurge to and on their, on, you know, on themselves and, you know, give themselves a fucking raise and all the great bonuses and all this shit to the employees, when they really don't do a whole lot, you know, I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's uh, really crazy. Uh, they should be... They should be... Um, you know, going full speed uh, to fight these to fight these idiots. Uh, you know, especially you know NRA and gun owners of America. You know, hell, if there's even one that says that, that they're Jews, the Jew, uh, Jews for the preservation of firearms. That's a good group. Okay, any group that that opposes gun laws and fight for the second Second Amendment is always good. Um, they need to do something because I heard, I read today that over the weekend, 60 people got shot in Chicago alone. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. 60 people. Wow. Go ahead. Yeah, 60 people. I, 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 saw, the, I saw that same story. Um, I think I have it, too. I'm not sure, but um, if I don't, I'll get it for tomorrow. I'll, I'll get it. I'm not on tomorrow. Now, well, just 
Just know that there were 60 people shot in New York, uh, in Chicago. Trust me. Chicago, I don't know what it is about Chicago, but honest to God, that song that says the night Chicago died, that's exactly what's happening. Because people are shooting everybody all over the place, and it's frightening. I got news for you, folks. I narrowly escaped being shot at. I got in my. I got here in my house. Got up. I got. I, I came through the downstairs door. Came upstairs. I had just locked my apartment door behind me. When I heard pop, 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 pop. And it wasn't fireworks. I grabbed my rifle. And I loaded the son of a bitch. In five seconds, I had that sucker assembled and loaded and ready for, and, and, and loaded for bear. Because I sure the fuck wasn't going to go down without a fight. If somebody's shooting out there and I start seeing bullets hitting my windows or coming through my door, guess what? This old boy is going to go down with a fight. Because I will defend myself. I will defend my home. I will protect my life. Mike? Well, first off, didn't, didn't the NRA allow itself to be run out of New York State by, well a certain governor and the legislature because of the things like the SAFE Act, you know, and it's like, okay, in NRA, uh, how can we trust you you didn't stick it out? Yeah, money problems, playing money problems and all that stuff. But if you're not going to stick it out, if you're not going to show consumption about yourself, Stay in a place where you obviously they don't like they don't like things like the NRA and up in New York, right? I mean, look, who uh, former governor, former mayor of New York City, uh, who's a one issue, who's a one issue guy, Bloomberg, right? His issue is guns, right? Am I right on that, right? So, so mm-hmm. and he was the biggest fight for the right now. Yeah, and so, and you're right, and I've always said this, uh, every single national local gun law is unconstitutional. Going all the way back to the, the, the gun act that was, in the, that was done in the 1930s, you know, because of all the crap, again, all the shootings that were going on in Chicago with the mob and stuff back then, uh, which culminated in, of course, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. You know, that law that said, well, you can no longer, basically, it was an anti-Tommy gun law. You can no longer own fully automatic, you know, weapons. So all those laws and every law since, including the New York Safe Act and including this new law, whatever, uh, correct, 
what 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 is it called? What's this new law that they're talking about uh, in New York they're State? Basically, called? They're basically. I don't remember the exact title of it off the top of my head, but basically, what, I'll give you a, a, a couple of items out of it. They're going to do extensive. They're going to require uh, psychiatric testing. They, they'll, they'll want proof of, it, of psychiatric evaluation. Uh, they're going to extend the uh, the wait time for a firearm, the whole and, and stuff like that. So it's they're 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 going they're going they're they're going to try to go full bore on this, and that's on new gun sales. This would apply to new gun sales, apparently. So I don't know. Um, let me get uh, some quick comments that I saw from Cherokee Rose, and then I've, I've got a caller from the 941 area code. He's been waiting. Uh, Cherokee Rose says, wow, the NRA used to be such a great entity from all I've read. Doesn't seem like it's so much anymore. And, you know, the, the NRA has had its share of problems, to be sure. But let's bear in mind that no matter how many problems they've had, they still managed to stay afloat. But of late, proof that they're actually doing something, I got to see it. I, you know, I... I even even though the Supreme Court is not as great and wonderful as we had hoped it would be, the Constitution still applies. And they have to rule based on the Constitution, and that SAFE Act is unconstitutional across the board. And it's been on the books since 2013. It's got to go. Come on, open up there. Nine four one area code. Go ahead. Oh, hey guys. No, I didn't know what the topic was when I, I just came on uh, Blog Talk Radio, but that's fine. You know, I'm I'm a NRA uh, member, and uh, I purchased my first gun in my life. Uh, I don't know what was it, maybe two two and a half years ago, uh, and I, so I was like fifty four, so uh, or fifty three. So, yeah, I purchased the AR-15 because of everything that I heard about the attack on the Second Amendment, um, which is basically the simplest, one of the most simplest uh, amendments to understand what it says, or any amendment, that is, that says cannot be infringed upon. (laughs) Dude, I mean, you know, we know the Founding Fathers were geniuses. So, you know, as you would expect from a genius, they chose a word that basically there's nothing you can do or say to say that whatever it is that I choose as a uh, firearm, you cannot tell me I cannot own it. (laughs) So that's it, man. And you are correct. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't matter. I thought about at one point when I was younger that automatics were dangerous and maybe they shouldn't be allowed. But after uh, recently, I've been thinking, no, no. No, they said it they cannot infringe, so you cannot infringe. And we just need responsible gun ownership, and, and that's all. Well, caller, I'll put it to you like this. You know, I I purchased my first firearm in my life uh, uh, about three years ago, give or take. Okay, so and we're pretty close to the yeah. So I, I basically resolved myself to the conclusion that, you know, 
the opportunity presented itself. I went for it. And I'm a proud owner of a uh, AR-7 22 caliber long rifle. And okay, nice. believe me when I tell you, the, 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 only thing, the only thing about the rifle is I, I even with the, with the pandemic and stuff, I haven't been able to get to a range to, you know, to, you know, keep in practice. But that's okay. okay. Eventually I will get back to a range and I will be able to get on there and, and do and do some target shooting and you know I never fired it, mine once to me, as of yet. Believe me when I tell you, if you've never shot a, fired a gun before in your life, it is an exhilarating well, I experience. I fired guns but just never the one I've owned. No, I've fired uh, 45, 45s and uh, caliber uh, handguns and uh, rifles and, uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, you know what? Since I've owned it, I wouldn't give that thing up for anything. Really. It's like it's like Charlton Heston said. They, they'll get my gun when they pry it from my cold, dead hand. Ah, dude, that's so funny you said that, because I was going to actually bring that up. I was going to bring up that, you know what, you know, we got to get back. We need a Charlton Heston, in, uh, the president of the NRA. I remember when he said that. I heard that comment. Oh, yeah. And then you got, what it is, you got weasels like Michael Moore that bring uh, photos of black, black girls that were shot in Flint, Michigan, to... Uh, to uh, Charlton Heston's home and puts a photo on his front porch and acts as if it's his, he's the one who killed her. Because the NRA had a planned, scheduled meeting in Flint prior to the shooting, and they still went ahead with the, the meeting. I mean, that guy's a dirtbag to the highest degree. These are the, these are the assholes that we have to worry about that are the ones that are the problem. The Michael Moores of the oh, world. agreed. Yeah, sick. Michael and, uh, Moore is nothing more than a, than a slimy piece of shit, in plain English. Right. I, I can't. Exactly. I can't put it any any simpler than that. Yeah, I saw that movie. I saw that movie when he brought the photo to Charlton, and he had, and Charlton Heston actually talked to him for a few minutes in his backyard of his mansion. Uh, did you see that? I don't know if you saw it. Caught that movie. No. It's, no, I didn't. I wish I would never have spent the fucking money, and that asshole got some of that in his pocket. <laughs> I actually, I actually sent him an email, and I said, "You are the most, you're the biggest piece of shit that I ever fucking uh, ever know." And I don't want to swear on your uh, podcast. Sorry about that. that you're the that's, biggest that's garbage right. that I've ever. We're rated PG thirteen. Yeah. We drop the every now and again. I sent an email to him directly, Michael Moore. I said, "You're the biggest garbage." I said, "How can you go to the uh, Hollywood icon, uh, Charlton Heston, man? He's he's one of the best." And go and, go and, char- and and do what you did. You're, you're just the worst of the worst. But uh, anyways, yeah, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, what it is is we just can't, uh, you know, if anybody tried to take my gun away, they're going to be sorry. That's all I got to say. I'll tell them to go back to whoever told them to try to take it and, and tell them, uh, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and Listen, that would be one it. Of the, one of the- one of the one of the the things that I maintain is that throughout my life I have always been pro Second Amendment, pro gun, and 
long before I even owned one. And it's 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 yeah, me too. gratifying, you know, to be able to say with a with a, with with a smile on my face, I'm a proud gun owner. Yeah, man. And I I, I will say this to, to to the federal government real fast, and I'll say it right here on I've said it on the air here. You try to take my gun, you got a problem, because right. it ain't gonna. I'm not gonna give it up very easily. No, I'm not giving my baby up. It's like a child now, man. It's my child. You're not going to take that away. You'd be like trying to take your child away. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, man. I've I, resolved I myself to the conclusion that I love these, my these Democrats... It's a beauty, man. It looks just like me, man. It's got remnants of me in it, man. It's a beautiful gun. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll yeah, tell you nobody's going to take that away. The Democrats think that passing all these gun control laws are going to solve the, the mass shooting problems. The only thing that these, gun, these anti-gun laws do is tie the hands of legal gun owners. That's oh, yeah. all it does. Of course, yeah. Yeah, we, we, all, and, and we, we, all, we all know this, man. For sure, you're right. Well, but you guys got to be told well, over and over again to these idiots. Caller, I'll put it to you this way, Okay. I've said this before on this broadcast, and, the, and uh, my friends Mike and Gunslinger will, will, will back me up on this. You want to solve the gun violence problem in America? Instead of defunding the police, instead of defunding the police, why don't you put more money in the police hands so they can put task forces together to go out into the streets to the private homes of places they're selling illegal handguns and so forth because until you stop that and put a major dent in it, it's going to continue because the only people that are going to have guns aside from the police are going to be the criminals. They can get all the guns they want because of the SAFE Act and because of a medicine I take for epilepsy. Yeah. The New York SAFE Act, I I cannot have a, 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 a handgun. My solution is another amendment that has to be uh, depleted. That would solve about 80% of our problems, and that's the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment was forced and dictated. It was tyranny. They made all the Senate, uh, all the Senate of the states vote in the 14th Amendment, the, the uh, Congress of 1865, or they would have lost congressional representation. We're under, we're under tyranny right now since 1865. I don't know if you know that. I call this a tyrannous state right now. We have been overthrown. We are we are not the United States of pre 1865. They made us put in a nope. citizenship law that the states and the people said no to. The 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 sad reality. The people are just afraid afraid to speak up and speak the truth because they're afraid to be called racist. But I'm not. Mm-hmm. Anything founding fathers, I back. So no, I will not be afraid. Look, I don't step down. I, I I call up black. I call up the new Black Panthers. They're on here. They're on a podcast, Talk Talk podcast. And I call up the Black Panthers and I tell them, you guys aren't citizens. The Fourteenth Amendment does not exist. It was tyranny. We need to either find you guys a new country somewhere in Africa, and we'll pay we pay reparation that way. But that will be it. And that will solve about eighty percent of the United States issues. Caller, let me tell you something right now. 
I've I've said many times on on this broadcast, and I've been doing this for over thirteen years, okay, uh, through Blog Talk Radio, and not so not so much on the other platforms, but for over thirteen years, I've maintained that this country was not founded as a democracy. This country was founded as a republic. The founding right. fathers made it a re- made it a republic. And yet everybody and their brother keeps calling us a democracy. If you look at the definition of both democracy and republic, you'll find that the definition of republic fits every aspect of this country, tooth and nail. But I've said that myself. But the reality is nobody listens. Yeah, fuck the Democratic Party. Fuck the democracy of it. It's a republic. You're right. So, you know... When the Democrats, and I, and I had this happen uh, during the 2016 and the 2020 election, I had Democrats come into my door, because I'm a registered independent, but I'm a conservative. And Democrats would come to my door asking me if I would vote for this person or that person, and I said, there's only one way you'll get me to vote for a Democrat, and that's you would have to hold a gun to my head. <laughs> Yeah, really, that, right? Never gonna happen, because look hey, at what we have here hey, in man, New York. We, we have a New York governor that's a complete piece of shit. He he sexually oh, harasses yeah, Cuomo, women. Cuomo? Cuomo is a, he's oh a, yeah, he's a freak. Or, or or as my friend Mike would call him, Governor Monkey Tits. Yeah, he's, uh, he's mean, something else, man. But who's gonna be when, the next when, governor? Are they gonna be any better? Probably not. It looks like. Well, let me put, you, put this to you. Um, I believe it's Rob Astorino is going to try again to run for governor of the state of New York. And I think that with all the problems that are coming out, out of the Democratic Party, and especially out of uh, Cuomo's uh, office, I got a feeling this time we're going to see a Republican in, in the governor's mansion here in New York. I really okay. feel that strongly. And, and if that happens... The first thing I hope that Estorino does is signs an executive order removing the SAFE Act altogether. Right. And if this other bill passes, removes that as well. Because when it comes right down to it, he's pro-gun. Many of his supporters are pro-gun. The only thing we got to do is convince the people that live north and west of me that are gun owners that vote for these uh, third and fourth party candidates to not vote for them, but vote for the Republican candidate. Because in the, in the last election, they kept calling anyone from Dutchess County, New York South, rhinos. And I'm not a Republican. I vote Republican, <laughs> but I'm not a Republican. And to call right. me a rhino, it's like calling me an asshole. Because right now we are a two-party, only a two-party country, and it's typically only those two parties that are getting voted in today anyways. You're right. Yeah. Now, the Independence Party, in case uh, you, you didn't know this, when the Independence Party was first founded, it was supposed to be the, the third party of choice, giving people a third option. But the Democrats weaseled their way into it and all but took it over silently. And hey, that's what, why that, I, uh, what's his name? 
Well, he was running independent. The guy uh, when he was running against uh, Bush. The guy with the marker, the short guy from uh, the billionaire. What was his oh, name? Uh, 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 Perot. Um, Ross, Ross Perot. Perot. Ross yeah. Perot. Yeah, he, he, didn't he run independent? No, he ran for the reform I, party, I believe. Oh. Yeah, he he was reform party, but look at the impact he that he made. You know, even even though he didn't win, he still made an impact. You know, people listened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not enough I, I listened. Like what what yeah, I think I'm is going to start have something. To... I'm trying to start something, man. And what you had just mentioned about the Repu- uh, republic, and also you know that the first party of the United States was called. The Federalist Party. That's what the founding fathers belonged to, the Federalist Party. But during the first war with England, uh, the uh, when we went back to war with England again, uh, they canceled it because the founding fathers says, no, we are not going to get uh, involved in any other country's affairs. This is what, how we created this country to be, not to get involved in other countries' affairs as long as they aren't affecting us. But everybody else jumped on board. We went to war with England, and uh, they canceled the Federalist Party. I want to bring it back. I want to call it the Founding Fathers Federalist Party. And, and let's rock and roll with that one. Let's start with the Founding Fathers. The Founding Fathers Federalist Party. I like it. It's got a great ring. I'm on board. Well, I'll tell you what. And that's you what know, I'm going and, and basically create with, everything that the Founding Fathers said. I'm a center, man. I'm the center. I believe in everything Founding Fathers, so I'm the center. You know, they, they can call me right all they want. They can go to hell. I'm in the center because I'm, I'm from the guys who created this great country they're in. So, no, I'm not the right. I'm not the left. I'm the center, and it's called the Founding Fathers Federalist Party. And we base everything on what the Founding Fathers said this country was. Pre-1800. <laughs> yeah, because that's when the country was great. Pre-1800. Well, I'll tell you what. In, in going with this, uh, with, with the gun, uh, the uh, firearms uh, 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 conversation, apparently, according to the Western Journal, Biden's gun confiscation scheme, millions of firearm owners may soon become felons. Now listen to this. Yeah, I saw that. Your thoughts? I'd like to get your thoughts on this. I was sent an email by the NRA. I was sent an email by the NRA telling me all these new bill, this new bill they're trying to send through with the uh, taking a psychological, psychiatric test, uh, uh, having to have insurance on the gun, having to have it uh, locked up a certain specific way, goes on and on and on. Well, check this out, and, and I'd like to get your thoughts and, of course, the thoughts of uh, my other two callers. According to this, the Biden administration is proposing a revision to current federal gun regulations that would create a dangerous scenario for many firearm owners. The proposed rule from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives would make the majority of firearms with stabilizing pistol braces illegal according to the uh, reported by the reload. 
Owners would have to register, turn in, or disassemble the guns to avoid federal felony charges, according to the reload. Stabilizing brace inventor Alex Bosco called it the largest gun registration destruction and confiscation scheme in American history. The braces make it easier to use firearms with increased accuracy and with one hand. Right. They have been allowed in the U.S. since 2012, but have come under scrutiny due to their use in mass shootings. One was used <laughs> in the Boulder, Colorado supermarket shooting in March, which resulted in 10 deaths. The ATF only lists two crimes committed with the braces. Now, while there are no available statistics to gauge authoritatively the number of stabilizing braces already made and sold in the United States, unofficial estimates suggest that there are between 10 and 40 million stabilizing braces and similar components already in civilian hands, a Congressional Research Service report from April said. Altering the classification of firearms equipped with stabilizing braces would likely affect millions of owners, it added. The proposal aligns with the White House's previously outlined goals for gun control. Joe Biden said in April, we want to treat pistols modified with stabilizing braces with the, same seri- with the seriousness they deserve. A stabilizing brace, essentially, it makes that pistol a hell of a lot more accurate and a mini rifle. As a result, yeah, tell me about it. As a result, it's more lethal, effectively turning into a short-barreled rifle. That's what the alleged shooter in Boulder appears to have done. While the Biden administration would like to spin this as a crackdown on gun violence, the end result will be to incriminate law-abiding Americans. Uh, I guess I can hear it. You know, the proposal. I, yeah, it's all, this, it's all BS. This, this, yeah, well, this proposal is laughable in terms of enforcement. Okay? Now, the ATF may be able to stop the legal sale of stabilizing braces in the future, but this would only put them on the black market for bad actors to seek out. Now, Biden and his bureaucratic pals are proving once again that they are willing to target Americans' personal property in order to further their gun control agenda. So right. basically what this tells me is they're looking to, they're looking to turn people like, like you, me, Gunslinger, and countless millions of other gun owners into felons by any means necessary. And right. if anyone had told me, for, uh, told me uh, last year that, oh, well, we don't have to worry about that, you know, because it'll never pass, and so on, and so on. You know, brother, what do you think the true agenda is? What, what, do you, what do you think the true agenda is with them with this gun control? I think it's more than just these, these recent uh, shootings uh, since, like, what, 1999? We've had these school shootings, which never occurred really before then. Very fucking, very rarely, if any. Uh, so I think it's because where the government wants to go and change and basically get rid of the white man uh, is what their act is uh, 
they want to get rid of the guns so they can continue with their plan of doing and altering and changing what the United States is and stands for. And they know that it's, it's the only thing standing in their way is the Second Amendment. Well, they, they, the, the, uh, the federal government, or more specifically, uh, Biden, is on a, on a, on a push to uh, curtail or curb uh, through the in the First Amendment, uh, the freedom of the press, basically uh, shutting down anyone that does not go in line with their agenda or with with what they propose and so forth. Um, yeah, it's pretty radical, man. And and the the irony of it is, and Gunslinger has said this many times, and he'll he'll tell you that uh, the Second Amendment protects the first. And the and the other, and the amendments that follow after it, and right. and I agree with that, you know, because you know we are a society of laws, yes, but when the laws become unconstitutional, when the laws become so egregious that they are willing to take away the rights of law-abiding citizens, it becomes a question of okay, so who do you support, the law-abiding, or the criminal? If you're taking away the trying to take away the rights of the law abiding, you support the criminals. They have an agenda. Their agenda is to uh, basically turn us into a Marxist, communist, socialist, uh, non-white country. Well, that's not going to happen. They're all getting a piece of. The, they're all getting a little piece. See, they're. So you got AOC in there. You got the one from uh, Minnesota. What's her name? Uh, that's from Somalia. You got Ilhan Omar. Uh, that's why I said the Fourteenth Amendment has to be deleted because it took away the vote of the citizens. It truly did. They told them their vote didn't matter, and they have to vote in the. It took five years to ratify the Fourteenth Amendment. Did you know that Texas was the last state in, in uh, eighteen seventy to say okay okay and they were the last standing state to finally break down and allow them the ratification of the 14th amendment <laughs> it took four five years of brutal fighting against it saying no the people said no the senate of the state said no the congress would not stop the big business would not stop they would only take yes as a, <coughs> as an answer that's tyranny. Yeah. We are in a tyrannous state still from 1865. I'm telling you. This is why we have all the issues today. Without the 14th Amendment, we could t- take back all, all, everything. See, once you allow something like that to occur, it sets precedence for them to keep doing more. And that's why we're in the position we are. Nobody can get this through their fucking fat heads. I know it. Well, this let me get why uh, we're going to ask you. Force the 14th Amendment out and get back the uh, federal naturalization laws written by the founding fathers in 1790, which is the original citizenship law, three years after the Constitution. And in the first sentence of that uh, federal naturalization law, it says, who can be a citizen? It says, alien, free, white. So they created this country for create a people of likeness, because they know in a republic and what they were creating, you would only have issues of other groups within a uh, 
a minority group to want to be eventually the majority and not want to be a minority group. So they it took three years after the Constitution giving everybody equal rights within the United States. But then they said not all will be citizens. Nope. It's only going to be white. They said white because there were people from England, of course, Ireland, and other countries of people of likeness. So in the first sentence, it says alien free white. And that's where we got to go back. Otherwise, no, it'll never work. We'll, we'll be in the shithole in an in, in a, in a overpopulated country. It'll never work. We're done. I, 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 I hate to say this, but I don't think you're going to see that happen. Seriously, I don't think you're going to see that happen, caller. Uh, let me well, get to, uh, some I, I comments. Do. I believe it's going to happen. And as long as I believe it, then it will happen. But that's fine. You can go your route, brother. So mine is a federal, uh, founding fathers federalist uh, party. And if you don't want to join, well, then you're part of the tyrannies. You're, you're still part of the tyrannist United States. Well, and you're what, not on what my I, team, what, brother. What I believe and, and what... what what can be or will be, you know, I, I may get proven wrong. Okay, I'm just yeah, stating, it will you know, it has to what I what I, what I see. You know, that's if all. We, I, that's all I can happen, do. If it doesn't happen, then we're done. That's that's it. And I know that for a fact. Well, let me get some comments from uh, my other two callers here, uh, Mike. I believe your what thoughts. the founding fathers say. So if you don't if you don't want to follow the founding fathers, well, I say find another country. That's what I say. If you came to this country not knowing the truth of this country, and you and you and you were given the false belief that you could be a citizen, and you cannot be because the founding fathers said so, well, that's your problem, right? If I go to a country, and I think that I'm going to go there and do something other than what the law says, guess what? Guess who's got mud in their face? I do. All right. Well, um, Mike, let me get some comments from you. Uh, we haven't—I haven't heard from you guys uh, on this yet. So, Mike, go ahead. You know what? What again? The problem with the Constitution, at least in the Democrat side, is twofold. One, they believe it's a dusty old document, which I don't believe at all. But I'm just talking about what the Democrats believe. And two. They believe it's a living document, which it never was. Now, granted, he's right about the 14th Amendment. We need to get rid of that. There are other amendments that need to be changed. You know, there's one that took the right away, took the ability, what was it, the 16th or whatever it was, that took the, the, the basically gave the, the vote we, had, we were able to vote for the senators of what was original. Yeah, that's the seventeenth. That's the seventeenth amendment. Right. right. The legislation but, voted in uh, the Senate of the state with the seventeenth amendment. The people did, but when that happened, when it was given to the right of the people to vote in the Senate, what it did it was it didn't allow us to take a, take out Senate that are basically a detriment to the state. So it was That's a freaky right. little move, actually. That it sounded as if it was the 17th. Yeah, you're right. That was similar to the that 14th, needs man. To be changed. That was that tyranny, needs to brother. Be changed. That needs to yep. be changed. You know? Yes, it does. I mean, the House is, is the House of Re- the Representatives, the Congress is the House of the People. 
That's the house that we should be electing people to every two years, which we do, you know, which we do. Now, there are certain places that these house seats are basically safe for as long as the person wants it. See Nancy Pelosi in San Francisco. As long as she yeah, wants that, to be there, she's there, you know. Nasty Pelosi. Now, yep. Now, now. I'm all for term limits if we could get people like Nancy Pelosi. Well, yeah. Well, what George and I call her is uh, Miss uh, Miss uh, Olive Girl. She drinks a lot of those, you know, drinks, you know, and she's a drunk, you know, all that stuff. And so if we could get to where we – yeah, if we could get it to where – uh, she thinks she she thinks she's still a sorority. Read a term yeah, limit. Yeah, right. Term limits to where they can only serve a certain amount of time in the house. They can't. It's it's like it's like here in Louisiana. Uh, we tried to get term limits, but the way they these politicians here got around it is they got around it by saying, okay, if you got if you were term limited in the House, we're going to run for the state senate. And once we're term limited out of the state senate, we'll go back to the House. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. even if we did get even if we did get term <coughs> limits on a national wide basis, they'll figure a way around it. Right? Well let me let me let That's me let me just say this. Do it. Yeah, Mike, let me just uh, point something out to you, okay? It, it, it's great in the, spe- in the thinking. It's great in the speaking. But unfortunately, the problem with, with wanting to get term limits for the Congress and the Senate is this. The people don't get to choose that. See, and that, and that shouldn't be. It should be up to we, the people, to decide whether the Congress and the Senate have term limits just like the president does. But unfortunately, they're not going to vote to, uh, to, to, to pass term limits because you've got all these career politicians like uh, multiple martini lunch, dinner, and breakfast uh, Pelosi, Miss, uh, uh, what's her face over there in the Senate, Dianne Feinstein, you know, the one, the one who, carries a gun her, who carries a gun herself but wants gun control laws has armed bodyguards <laughs> but wants control gun control laws okay so you, you all these all these career politicians like Feinstein Pelosi uh Schumer Durbin Boxer you know a whole all of these these career politicians they're not going to vote in favor of term limits because they want to stay in the nice comfortable seats they got and they will bullshit, and that's what they do. They bullshit the living daylights out of the uh, out of the constituents. If you vote for me, I'll make sure we we get you we get you lower taxes, more jobs, blah 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 blah. It's all good good speaking, but at the end of the day, once they once they're voted in and they're sworn in and shit, once they well, close that door to their office. The only way to resolve it we, is a revolution, I guess. Well, or, or, I think the first, I, I, or, or, yeah, or, or, or like the, or like the story we read yesterday, George, about that woman, 
politician in Mexico who wants to give all the women a boob job. You know. Oh yeah, I'm, I I got I got some uh, feedback on that uh, earlier today. Uh, simply put, one uh, one person who listens to my show in archives, he turned around, he wrote to me, he says, George, I'm telling you right now, that politician, she's smart. She's willing to offer a, a free breast augmentation to every woman that votes for her. You're right. It's going to be expensive, but if she can pull it off and, and, win, the, and win her seat, <laughs> she's going to have a lot of women saying, okay, I'm first. And it, yeah. it was just a riot. But, but here's the thing, and I want to hear from Gunslinger next. If, if we, if, a revolution may be the last resort. Okay, it may come down to a last resort. What I think the American people need to do, if they truly want to see term limits in the Congress and the Senate, they need to start speaking up vocally, loud and clear, not just sitting behind a microphone like I do, but getting out and, 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 and standing with signs and, 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 put, and putting the word out. Because the bottom line is, you're not going to, in order to get some sort of change, People have to be willing to stand up and call for it and demand it day after day. Right. And if they, and, and and if 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 it, and what they should do is tell tell these politicians, look, we don't want you making the decision of whether you get term limits or not. That should be put as a referendum on the ballot for us to decide, for we the people to decide, and and that's the way it should be. Because well, there's too many stupid, you know, ignorant people, you know, and they keep voting for Pelosi and Schumer and these people in office again and again, and they're so ignorant. If they didn't vote for these people, they just stop voting and vote for maybe anybody other than them. That would that would uh, that that then you would have more say. If you stop voting for these people and they aren't in office every year, then it would be much easier. But as long as you keep voting them in, they're just going to laugh because they're going to say, well, what do we care? They keep voting us in. <laughs> but these yeah. idiots and, 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 and keep voting That's in. true. All right. Well, Gunslinger, let's uh, get some thoughts from you, uh, my friend. Well, Gunslinger. Uh, oh, there you are. I'm here. Skype took a second to unmute. Uh, Michael Schaff, thank you. Um, well, you know, <laughs> with this, uh, with this uh, the law you're talking about that they were supposedly going to pass or whatever, with the more extensive background checks, the psychological bullshit, they're the ones that need to be put under a, a head doctor themselves. Number two, it ain't going to, if, if, even if they did say hypothetically the federal government would pass some bullshit like that, do you think that shit would go down here in the southern states like here in Texas? <laughs> Good luck. Governor Abbott has already. Oh, these bills? These bills against the guns? The bill against yeah. the, the gun bills? Yeah. They yeah, gun right. bill. yeah, Texas isn't going to. Texas won't no, deal Texas, with that. Yeah, no, you're right. Texas won't do that, yeah. You know, Governor Abbott has already made Texas here a, a, a Second Amendment sanctuary. Not a state, but a, but a, well, a state. Not a city, but a state. So they can pass all the bullshit that they want. It's not going to fucking, it's not going to stink down here. And there's more and more states that are coming online with that. They're passing their own, you know, 
Second Amendment sanctuary state situation. Okay. There it's we like go. More, there we yeah, go. Just, yeah. It's just like more and more states now are, are passing the constitutional carry. Just like Texas just did. Okay. I mean, it's long overdue, obviously, because when I got my CHL, it was back in 95 when the law first came out. It should have been done. Like I said, we should have been being the nation of constitutional care. Ain't no doubt about that. But when you have these fucking idiots like Frankenstein, I call it Frankenstein, idiot, and all these other anti-gun, they, they do have an agenda, yeah. They do have an agenda because the agenda is control. They want you right. to... Submit. May may I, Pastor? If you you know, don't beat me. I'll 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 submit. You know, it's the most easiest thing to get somebody to submit to anything. I don't care what it is. It's crazy. I mean, do you not shake in your boots when a cop asks you, "Can I see your Can I see your driver's license, please?" Well, fuck you. I don't have to show you my driver's license. Am Am I suspected of doing a crime? I'm just walking here. So you see the situation. Even even the even the uh, civilian can walk up to the average person on the street and say, "Can I see in a in a authoritative voice? Uh, can I see your driver's license, please?" And these dumb fucks will get will show it. They'll show it. Oh, we'll see my social security card too, driver's license, a, a, a library card. Uh, here it is. Uh, and you're yeah, and you're nothing. But it's, but this regular citizen, I've seen this too many times. I've done it myself. Okay, just to prove that it does work. But you know, all these, like I said, all these other politicians that are the anti-gun, they're anti-American. They need to leave fucking leave the country. They need to fucking leave the country. There's, like I've always said, there's airplanes and there's ships leaving this fucking continent every fucking day of the week. Get your ass. That's right, brother. That's right. And you know, and well. It's all boiling down now that Trump was right about everything, even though he wasn't a politician. That's the that's the saving grace, and nobody and nobody is perfect to be president. Obviously, okay. I didn't see God on the ballot when I voted for Trump, and I voted for him again. Okay, at least he he's not an ass kisser like this dumb fuck he got in there right now. Okay, and. Camel toe the hoe, right? You know when when they when the hoe went over there to Baltimore a couple days ago. Did you see the banners that the people held up? You know Kamala Trump won. Even the Guatemala people know that Trump won. The world knows Trump won. But you see, when you got this this honest Democrats, Democrats, and communists, it always communists. You know that. Uh, this is what you get. So the Second Amendment is always going to be under attack. As long as there's liberal Democrats that are in some type of power in this country, you're going to have this problem. Even though, even if the Supreme Court tomorrow says we rule it first time, Second Amendment is, uh, is what it is, they're still going to have these dumb fucks, like those dumb fucks in New York, with the New York Safe Act, okay? And, and I've said it before. As long as they can keep coming up with shit, and they're throwing shit on the wall, hoping it'll stick. Well, some of them have stuff. Like the New York State. Exactly, has. man. <laughs> it, it's all unconstitutional. You know, you, know, you know what's so funny, brother? You know what's so funny, brother, is that there's more of us than them. 
What, how many <laughs> people are in the U.S. military? In the U.S. military, I don't know what, two, three, three million? Well, we got 270 million white people. 170 right. million whites. That's, you're absolutely right. I mean, how can a handful of people in Washington, I call them Washington, deceive us, okay, is <laughs> controlling the whole fucking nation. I mean, it, 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 it's Fuck. crazy. You know? Fuck those assholes, man. Fuck yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they don't, they don't, you know, like I said, even Trump, said that he didn't realize how deep the swamp went. And brother, boy, that motherfucker, that deep son of a bitch. Be, and he was getting there if they didn't cheat him out of the election like they did. And like I said, they're cheats. They're nothing but cheats. Cheat, 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 cheat. You know about the sounds of cheat, 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 cheat. They're cheats. And this is different. Okay? And they've only been on the cheating side. So when you're on the cheating side, you're evil, you're just... Sniffing little girl's hair, okay, and yet they're still in there. Explain that one, <laughs> okay? Well, let me let me let me put something out there for you guys to think about. You know, everybody saw, even though you know the hands didn't get slapped per se, everybody and their brother recognizes that the election was stolen, and if the people of Guatemala, Guatemala. Standing out there, when she arrived with signs that said, Kamala, Trump won, that should tell them something. And I said this, and I continue to stand by the statement, yes, they cheated. But Democrats, I'm not taking anything away from Democrats when it comes, when it comes to, to wising up. They saw that they got away with it once. They know that there's no way in hell they'll get away with it twice or even three times. Because if they try it again and a Democrat wins, there's going to be retribution. I can feel it in my bones. They're going to they're gonna get called on the carpet, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit them so hard in the face, it'll be like taking a freaking cinder block and going, hey, you cheated? Fuck you! What? Yeah, really, right? I, I, I. Yeah, I, it's gonna have to come down I, to that. You're right. I said, I said this of Donald Trump, and a lot of folks have said it. Donald Trump is no politician. He's a businessman, okay? And being a businessman, and the way this country had been run for so many years, politicians tried running it like a business. And you can't run America like a business if you've never been in business. If the only business you've been in is the business of lying, cheating, and stealing, well, guess what? You turn the country into that. And the reputation of this country has been so skewed and so dismantled by, by the Democratic left that, all right, in the four years that Trump was in office, look what he was able to accomplish, Okay. Businesses, companies that left this country because the taxes were too fucking high started coming back. Jobs were coming back as a result. And, we, and this country was starting to prosper. 
Just and this is prior to the pandemic. Now you've got stupid motherfucker in, in the White House, the thief, and 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 his cohort Kamala Kamalto the Ho, Harris, turning everything and going in reverse and going backwards. Biden signed more than 60 to 70 executive orders that have turned this country's policies and shit back to when Obama was in office and, and, and held the office hostage. So what you're looking at is a complete reversal that's going to take this country's reputation that, that was made stronger under Trump, look like shit on a shingle under Biden, and who's been talking in his ear? Who's been whispering in his ear? I'll lay you 10 to 1 odds. It was Obama. Because Obama, in a, in a way, this is his third term. Even though he's not in the White House, he's talking in Biden's ear. Gun control. All of Trump's policies. Take them off. Everything that, that yeah. Obama did is now back on the books. And this country is suffering for it. When Biden shut down the, the XL pipeline, what happened? Jobs were lost. Thousands of jobs. Okay? But yet he supports the Russian pipeline. Oh, that's, that's a real smart idea. Support a Russian pipeline, but you can't keep the one that we have, that we, we were building. Keep it going. Get it completed. No. Shut that down. Doesn't matter. Jobs were lost. Doesn't matter. That, in his mind, everything's fine. Well, you know what the word fine stands for, folks? Okay? For, for Democrats, it's fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. That's a Democrat in no uncertain terms. Okay? Yeah. So my personal belief is, and this is just my personal feeling, when Biden loses the White House, and he will lose the White House, because I got a funny feeling Trump's going to come back in 2024 to run again, and he has the he, he will have the he has the right to do so. I got a feeling he's going to win that election by a landslide, and look out! The first thing he's going to do is he's going to have a stack off his off that resolute desk over his head of executive orders to sign one right after the other, turning back, every, putting back everything he put in place, everything. And then he's going to turn around and look at Biden and go at the inauguration, hey, Joe, have a nice, have a nice life. By the way, <clears throat> fuck you. Yeah. I mean, this, this, this country was doing better under Trump than it had done in all the years since uh, the days of Richard Nixon, okay? And, I, and, and, and I, I remember when Nixon was in, he was a fuck-up. Gerald Ford was a fuck-up. You had a lot of fuck-ups. Ronald Reagan, he was okay. He was good. I give him a lot of credit. He, he did the best he could. After Reagan... <laughs> Things started going downhill again. This country does better when you have someone in the White House that actually gives a fuck about this country. 
because under Trump, it was America first. Now under Biden, it's America last and everybody else first. Yeah, right. And watch what, watch what happens with Russia. He keeps talking bullshit about Russia. He's going to have us go into war with Russia eventually, if he's not careful. But I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares one fucking bit. You know, I, when I served in the, in the Guard back in the days of 9-11, George Pataki was the governor of this state. And I know George Pataki well. I know him personally. You know, the man, the man you know, he's a good man. He's a good lawyer. He was a good governor. He once said to me that this country can do great and wonderful things when we all come together as one. But when you've got people in office that divide us more than bring us together, the country starts to falter. It starts to, to, to have problems. And he was right. One of the biggest problems this country faces, guys, and I can't stress this enough, one of the biggest problems this country faces is indecisive decision-making. The American people can come together. They can. We can all come together and, and be a strong, loud voice for our freedoms, for our rights, and for, for laws that that work for everyone not and not work against a select group. The problem is we don't see that happening under the Democrats. And the Republicans right now aren't, aren't really helping matters, especially when you've got rhino Republicans that side with the Democrats and think, well, this, this is the way it should be. You know, I agree with, with them. Well, fine. Resign from the Republican Party, join the Democratic Party, and 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 be happy. Yeah, if Romney, you can't do that. Romney, he's, sit he's, down he's and shut the fuck up. That's Romney. Yeah, Romney's a reformed. Uh, yeah, he's a Democrat. Well, he's still in the Republican Party. That's that's the irony of it. He's still well, yeah, a he's, he's Republican. in the Republican Party. A Democrat in the Republican Party. He's an idiot. Yeah, leave and and. The, then you've got uh, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, okay, two more dumb shits that don't know their ass from their elbow. So when you've got people in the Republican Party that are working against the American people, it doesn't, it doesn't help us at all. I tried being a politician once in my life. I actually did, running, on, running for city council in my hometown. I only got one vote, and it wasn't mine. I went door to door, knocking on doors, handing out hand-printed flyers. I was running on a shoestring budget so tight that, my, that, that it squeaked. And I got told by everybody <laughs> I encountered, oh, hey, no, George, yeah, we'll, we'll vote for you. Yeah, because I wasn't a, what, a known name. Even though I was known by many of the guys in the fire department, many of the police officers, Many of the business owners in town, it wasn't enough. So I only ended up with one vote. And like I said, it wasn't mine. Because I know you can vote for yourself. But I always believed that voting for yourself was an ego kind of thing. It was, it was stroking your own ego. 
And, and, and I'm sorry. I don't need my ego stroked. I just need to, to, to win the election on an honest and sincere platform. And I told people up front, I'm not going to make a promise of anything. I will not promise shit. And here's why. Because like my mother used to say when I was growing up, promises, promises, only Thomas's promises. Politicians can promise you the world, and then once they close that door, <laughs> dumb motherfuckers, they voted for me. Boy, are they stupid. Yeah, right, huh? Well, see, I believe what happened with the Democratic Party is that it's run by special interest groups of people of, uh, like, Hispanic and, uh, you know, they've got the black uh, special interest groups. Then you've got the uh, other, you know, people of color special interest groups that are raising hell with party and want to be heard and want to have things given to them. And then you've got oh, it's, it's big than, business. It's more than that, caller. It, it actually comes down to this. It's not just from the Hispanic and, and, the, and the black community. It's even in the white community, too. You've got special interest in lobbyists in, in all the communities that, that, what are the that white, side with well, the Democrats. Well, obviously, that and, nobody's listening know, to the white, white special interest groups. They're not listening to the white special interest groups, I guess. When they come in, they put on headphones. Look, I've said this from, from day one. You know, I don't give a flying fuck what color a person's skin is. Okay? Bottom line. I don't care if they're white, black, Asian, or pink with purple polka dots. We are all members of one race, and that's the human race. Right, but people some, some need to have that, their own group to succeed. I think it's healthier for groups. I think they just get along easier. You know what I mean? When you go to a party or if you're, if you've ever been to prison, I heard, I've never been there, but if you go to these places, a party or a prison, the two P's, you will find that usually in the end of the, you'll find that the races come together. And it's just because they just feel more comfortable and they uh, think more, more the same than, uh, than the other, than another. So you always hear the black community crying that they just can't get a foothold. Well, because they need a country that's run by blacks, for blacks, and, and, and the, the laws and the Constitution are written for blacks. This is how things work smoothly. Otherwise, you're just going to have a mess like we are today. I firmly believe it. Oh, yeah. I don't believe in, uh, no, I don't believe in diversity. I don't think it can work. We're not healthy. You'll have a mess like this continually till the end of time. Why not have everybody have their own constitution, their own country? What is wrong with that? It's, I don't have a problem with that. I don't know why people think that that's like scary and taboo these days. I think that's a great thing. Look, the United States Constitution was written for all people, not just one, one group. It was written well, no, for no, everyone. No, it said all people will have an equal rights while here but not all will be citizens. Remember, I brought this up. If you go read the mm. 1790 citizenship law, it said aliens free white are citizens of the United States three years after the Constitution. Yeah, everybody has equal rights. They can come here, work, and learn, but not everybody will be a citizen, they said, because they realize well, this doesn't work. The geniuses spoke. I listened to the genius. Well, okay, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to listen to some other idiot. I listened to my founding fathers. So you can tell me what you think, buddy, but I listen to my founding fathers 
So you tell me what you love and think and, you know, go and hug everybody, brother. But I'm not with you. The founding fathers were geniuses. Collective geniuses. So you, you may be influenced by what you're saying by some, for some reason, and I don't know what it is, and I don't care what it is, but I'll tell you, I listen to the Founding Fathers. Whatever influences you to think what you just said, and there is a reason out there, uh, and I could probably find it out if I sit down and talk to you for about five minutes and ask you some questions, and that would answer, my que- the answer why it is you feel the way you do. But it doesn't get, it doesn't get to change my mind to say that it's better that most people, that everybody have their own constitution, their own country, and they work collectively as a group of people to be successful for their race. Because I listen to that dude who's going to run for uh, mayor of New York. What's his name? He's Chinese. But when he was up there running for the uh, Democratic Party, what's his name? I don't know his name off the top of my head. Yeah, he's running for the governor of uh, of the mayor of New York. I actually don't know New York City race because I don't live in New York City. So... Okay. Because what, but he, what but he, when he was up there running for president, when he was running for president in the president, uh, presidential uh, campaign, when they had the debate for the Democrats, he would bring up, why are you picking on Chinese? He's not even Chinese. His father was born there, but he protects Chinese like it was, uh, hey, don't talk about my Chinese, the Chinese government, the Chinese uh, country. He was protecting it. You could hear it in his voice. See, and, it just, it'll, always, yeah. it'll always be that way. You'll always protect your race and who you are and where you come from. It's only natural. That's healthy to be that way. So, you know, you can have all this melting pot rat race, but people are going to, deep down, rather be with who they are as a group of persons and protect Are you talking about a guy by the last name of Yang, by the way? Yang, Yang, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wants everyone to get a $1,000 check a month and all that with his campaign and but, yeah, he was up there talking about China. Oh, no, China's great. Oh, no, don't talk about my China. Get out of here, Yang. Go back to China. I don't know where you were born. He might have been born there as a child. I don't know. But he was running for president, so he had to have been born here, right, if he was running for president. Yeah. His father must be you, from China. You have to, you have to be a, a naturally born citizen of the United States to run for president. So his father must have been from China then. Yeah, I think that's what was the case. And then he brought the, his father brought him here. I mean, I uh, had here had his, I had him here as a child, right? And that and that's false. Uh, that's another problem we have is uh, birther right. There's nothing in any of the Fourteenth Amendment which will be deleted de- de- out of the Constitution. It doesn't say that everybody born in the United States is a citizen. That's a lie. So we've got all these illegals. Everybody's an illegal. Well, from from the 1790 Federal Naturalization Law. Anybody who's not white is not a citizen, but that's okay. Not everybody in the world can be a citizen of the United States, nor will be, and nor can be. So get over it. Why do they have this, this desire and need to be in a, a white country that was the way the founding fathers wrote it? Why do they want to overthrow it and take it over and change it? No, no, go back and fix your country or start another new one. This one's already been done. No, it's not up to you to, to change it. <laughs> the founding fathers said it. They said what it was, and that's what I'm listening to. And my AR-15 says has it right on there, right on the side. Founding fathers said so. And if they, if they don't like it, well, eat a couple of AR-15 bullets. I don't care. 
Well, we are down to the last five minutes, just under five minutes uh, of this broadcast. Uh, caller, thank you for, for joining us. And, uh, you know, just, uh, just one thing, you know, always remember, you know, everybody's got their, their, their opinions. Everybody's got their, 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 their uh, personal right. feelings yeah. on matters. But the you know, founding fathers agree, are, the, are and, the founding fathers. <laughs> and I'm all for everything founding fathers. So I know I'm not wrong. So it's not an opinion. The founding fathers told me so. <laughs> so I know that's true. So there we go. You can take that for well, whatever you want, bro. Whatever you say. If you don't think the founding right. fathers were the founding fathers, well, then maybe you ought to go over the 1619 deal. Maybe that's better. You know, follow the 1619. That's when the United States began. By black people, they started it, and they created it. <laughs> All right, caller. They'll, they'll, take well, you. Again. They'll, they'll take you in. All right, well, caller, thanks a lot for joining us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, we are out of just about out of time, so I'm going to give uh, Gunslinger and Mike their, their opportunity for final thoughts, and then I'll render mine. Mike, I'll start with you on final thoughts. Mike, you there? You know, I just don't. I'm here. Here I am. Okay. 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 I just don't understand how we got to the point where They're in control of whether or not we can fire them. Basically, that's what what term limits is, is we're firing them, right? But they're in control of it. They're not going to, they have to vote for it, but they're not going to vote for it, so we can't fire them, right? And they can they can fugaboo all these people in their respective districts to vote for them again and again and again and again and again, you know. So until we find a way to go around them and and make it constitutional or make the uh, make get get a get a referendum on the on the you know on the ballot to for term limits, then it's just not going to happen. That's all I got, George. Good night. All right, Mike. Thank you much. Gunslinger? Well, you know, I... Uh, if, uh... I, yeah, definitely, it, there ought to be term limits on these people. Um, they're not necessarily firing themselves. It's, it's their, their time in office has expired. At a certain point, like I said the president has that term. These motherfuckers all have term. Think just goose just the gander. Okay. Um, I don't know. And there's there's back and forth on everything, especially what the founding fathers stated. And I do believe that everything they stated was true, right? Um, because they're the ones who started the country. <laughs> they're the ones that that imposed penalties for being a traitor to this country. And what the, what the penalty for that is, 
that death by hanging by a rope. They didn't make it. They're the ones that that, that uh, put that in, in the Constitution and everything. Okay? Because they knew that, you know, when you commit a crime like that, then, well, <laughs> you're, you damn sure ain't no American. Okay, that's damn sure. Okay? As for Donald Trump running the country as a business, yes, <clears throat> it is a business. Corporation, just like I've always said. Well, ever since the United States was incorporated, okay, it, it needs to be run as a business. But all these other fucking presidents, they didn't run it like a business. They run it like a politician would, okay? And you can't do that. I know I was in business for 10 and a half years my own self, right? I mean, I had to, you know, you can't, you can't do that stuff. You're going to, have, you're going to have a business. You're going to have to have business savvy, business sense. You don't run a corporation when you need a fucking somebody that 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 knows corporations like Donald Trump, a self-made basically a billionaire, multi-billionaire. Okay, so there's always there's good and bad in there on each side. You know, either either or. I go for the good because you can't stand with these evil doing motherfuckers that we have in here now. And they are evil doing some bitches. They're evil. Uh, you got a pedophile in the fucking White House goes around and sniffs little girl's hair think eight-year-olds or, or 19-year-olds good-looking legs, that's sick. You know, you're a sick fucker. There ain't no doubt about that. But anyway, there you have it. You know, it's a, it's the same book, but different chapters in this book. Go ahead. Later. All right. <clears throat> First of all, before I, I, I render my final thoughts, um, that... That new caller um, sounded good at the very beginning, but I'm sorry. I have to apologize, ladies and gentlemen, because I let him go on and on, and he, what he did was he went on, and it sounded more like race baiting than anything else, and uh, that's not what this broadcast is about. That is not what we what we do here. I should have cut him off a long time ago, but I didn't. The fact of the matter is, he um, he went places that that none of my callers have ever gone. Okay, not Gunslinger, not Mike, not anyone that has ever called into this broadcast. And I make I I will never apologize for what for what I believe to be uh, in my heart you know, something that's, that's basic. And that is that we are all members of one race, the human race. And that when people believe that in their hearts and accept that as the reality it is, we could have a wonderful world. We truly can. So in my final thoughts, you know, I firmly believe that our gun laws the ones that are being passed more recently, as far as the anti-gun aspect is concerned, are truly a disaster. Because the only people that will obey those laws are the law-abiding. The people that, have, you know, that, that go to the backs of cars, vans, and pickup trucks, or to a residence that sells illegal handguns and stuff, they're the ones that don't have to go through a background check like the rest of us do. And the only ones that are going to have guns, as I said before, 
are going to be the criminals and the police if the Democrats get their way. We have to stand together as a nation. We have to stand together as a people. I don't give a damn what color the skin is. Every single American needs to stand up and be recognized that we are Americans and we have rights. And what you're doing in trying to take away those rights violates the Constitution every step of the way. As to the... uh, to, 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 the, the, to what the caller brought up and everything. Again, I cannot stress this enough. Um, I, I feel like it was, uh, toward the end it was, all, it was more race-baiting than anything else. And I am truly sorry that uh, my audience got subjected to that kind of, uh, that kind of thing. So let me just say for the record, I don't give two shits what a person's color is, they're human beings first. The color of their skin doesn't matter to me, not one bit. It is the content of their heart that matters most. I was raised by, my mother raised me to to be respectful of all people, regardless of whether they were black, white, Hispanic, Asian, doesn't matter whether they're Baptist, Catholic, Episcopalian, Roman Catholic, whether they're uh, Lutheran, or no religion at all. The bottom line is, I respect people, human beings. When they disrespect me, I lose respect for that person, to be sure but I lose respect for them as a person, not based on their race. But this country has, has, has been divided because of race. And it's time to end the division. It's time to end the insanity. It's time to stop putting things out there by Black Lives Matter, by Antifa, and all these other idiots that are out there. Okay? Because bottom line, Black Lives Matter... They've got people who are black, white, Asian, and Hispanic marching with them. So it's not just for the, for the black community. Now, let me explain something very clearly. No matter where I've gone, no matter what I've seen and heard in my life, I have always maintained one simple premise. I will give people the benefit of the doubt Notice I said people. I did not say race or anything else. I said people. And that is the way I, I've always been. That is the way I will always be. And if, no, and if people don't like the way, the, the way, I, I, the way I feel, if they think that, my, that the way I feel about things is wrong, well, that's on them. My father got me into a world, of, a world of hurt because of the way he acted toward, the, the, toward black people. Now, I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying he was racist, but it's the words he used that got me beat to a pulp on many occasions. I had one guy 
and I was just a kid, picked me up over his head and in a dirt parking lot, in a dirt parking lot, picked me up over his head and threw me into dirt, rocks, and broken glass and, try, and started beating on me. I managed to get away from him, but not before I was a bloody mess. Yes, the man was black. But he was doing it because he didn't want to go after my father for what he said, so he took it out on me, thinking that, it would, that my father would uh, see this and shut his mouth with the words he was choosing to use. It didn't happen that way. Dad still did what he did. And I still ended up getting my ass kicked all over. The bottom line is, folks, I don't hate anyone. I never have and I never will. I will hate... The only way I will hate a person is by their actions, not the color of their skin. To do that would make me no better than any racist out there or race baiter. So my, my statement to anyone who race baits, anyone who is a racist, keep your shit to yourself. I am not like you. I show people the, the respect that I would want for myself. Period. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online for this week. I want to thank Cherokee Rose, Mike from Louisiana, Gunslinger from the Lone Star State, Tim Tapp, who tuned in with, uh, with us on, uh, on, uh, fa- on uh, Mixler. Tim, it was really great ha- seeing you here. I hope you'll come back more often. Uh, and maybe one day we can even get you to call in if you'd like to, to join in on the, on the phone line. So, uh, again, my thanks to everyone for being here and all of you who are watching and listening by archives. One final note before I leave. The June 2nd broadcast of Firefox News Online uh, was not uploaded to Rumble due to problems with, with, the, uh, with the recording. So I apologize. That does happen. It's happened a couple of times. Hopefully tonight's broadcast will get posted proper, and hopefully things will work out the way they're supposed to. Um, and I will be posting a clean copy of the in, the radio for the of the of the audio for the radio side on Blog Talk Radio as well, as I always do, or try to anyway. So for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer, and this has been Firefox News Online from the Firefox News Online headquarters in New York. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, with the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Until next week, or if something breaks during the weekend, I'll be on the video feeds for that. Have a great night. And by the way, don't be surprised if you check out the Vaughn.Live slash Firefox News Online video page, because now they have an app that allows me to 
go directly live to Vaughn.live. So if I have to, that I will I will go live there. It's it, it's I, I've been waiting for this for a long time. A lot of us have that are on Vaughn. So it's a great deal. Anyway, take care, America. Until next time. And with that having been said, and before I go completely bonkers and yonkers, let me bring up the outro. There it is. I know you're going to hear it at the end of the outro, but that's all, folks. Uh, there.